What is happening, people? Jensen, Jenets, Gentets. Welcome to the Honest Ish with a Side of Hot Sauce podcast. We are on episode 13. Did you heal from the Rona? I don't know. I feel like. You're in the studio, car- so I hope you Caress you. Yeah, I feel good. I feel. What were your symptoms? Can um, you smell or taste? Yeah, I could smell and taste. Like I had a cold or a sinus infection. So, yeah. But I did have a temperature for about 25 minutes, which I decided that was the end of times for me. You looked really good. Like Thank when you. we did our Zoom l- last week, Thank you, you looked good. I felt fine. I mean, yeah. I didn't, but. You were a little scruffy, but like other than that, you looked really I sh- good. I shaved since the I last time that. you saw me. You lost like five years. I had to wear women's clothes last weekend, though. Mm. Well, really, I was wearing I did men's clothes as a man dressed as a woman dressed as a man. Side note, Skylar's pants or whatever the fuck those that were. Hot pants. What the fuck? Yeah. So my friends, I could see his wiener, dude. Like well, so my up. friends and I dressed as Rocky had a Rocky Horror Picture Show party, and we all dressed as people. And I was Doctor Frankfurter, you know, sweet transvestite from Transylvania, and he was Rocky. And we did uh, we did a lot of photos of like you know trying to recreate the movies. But the best was when my friend Lance's wife, Cinnamon, rolls in, and she's dressed in the same fucking clothes I was wearing. That bitch looked better than I did, which is fine, because she's a real woman. And she should. And I was trying to be a woman as a man who was really trying to be a woman. For those of you listening, you need to go friend request Jeff. You got to see these pictures. So head over. Hit that little friend request button on Mr. Jeffrey's Facebook and see that because right. uh, yeah, maybe I'll put it on the Instagram. I it just, was interesting. I don't gram well. So um, before we hop into our episode, I just heard on the way here Whitmer like sent us back. Yeah, so our kids are now kids are still in school. Oh, my buddy said kids are going back home as far as i've seen there's been nothing with the kids okay the 500 people gathering is now back down to 50 restaurants can only have six people per party and now they have to take your name and number when you go out to eat so wow yeah no the schools are still open okay um i yeah i don't know I guess I'll have to check, but I mean, I looked at it earlier tonight and there was no nothing with the schools. Gotcha. Why do you think she's doing that? Well, they claim the death rate has doubled for five straight weeks and that the uh, hospitalizations have doubled in the last three weeks. There's a Rona spike. There's a Corona spike. And actually, so I had to drive down to Grand Rapids and we're in Traverse City, so it's a two and a half hour drive roughly. Um, drove Without there. snow. Without snow. There was no snow. Um, And I heard a really good piece today that on the NPR where this guy was being interviewed about, you know, what the realistic long-term and medium-term implications of coronavirus. You know, one, the vaccinations are probably not going to be very very effective for a long period of time. Like, if you get a vaccination, you're probably going to have to get like two inoculations. It's probably only going to last a few months. And so it's going to be one of those things where it's going to happen over and over again. And the reason, like adults, you know, we're getting sicker. Would you like to share with the people if you're going to get it? If I'm going to get the vaccination. vaccination, I won't be first in line. I'm sure, like, once the doctors all get it and they, like, they're not going to put themselves on the line to die from a vaccination test unless they're, like, actually doing the guinea pig work. Yeah. You know, they're not going to take the vaccination. Those frontline workers will get it first. But 
Um, the gentleman on the radio was saying that for the f- next few years, really probably till 2023, 2024, you know, we're just going to be living with coronavirus and there'll be waves of it. And there'll be times where it's going to be pretty restrictive, you know, in terms of what we can do, or it's going to be very widespread, or they're going to eventually have a vaccination, but it might be a couple years out. And this is going to be because the common cold is caused by a coronavirus and there's no real effective vaccination for it, but they figured it's going to be like chicken pox. So within the next like 50 years, like long-term talking, you know, kids will get COVID-19 young. And it'll be because, you know, their bodies are super resilient and they're fighting stuff. And so they'll be fine. And then you might get it a little older in life. You know, it might hit you again, just like the chicken pox. And you'll be, you know, you'll be okay. But it's really the people that don't get to get it at all when they're a kid and they get it way later in life and it's super severe. And I thought that parallel with the chicken pox was pretty interesting. So buckle up. 2023, huh? Yeah, but I don't think governments really can control that. You know, the reality is, is... How are we going to all live in forced, you know, compliance in a quote, quote unquote free society? And, mm-hmm. you know, the reason it works, those lockdowns in those other countries is those are very authoritarian and we are not. Yeah. But I don't know. I saw that on social media with her, the, our governor shutting more stuff down. So yeah, buckle up. It's winter and it's coronavirus time. And but we'll have Christmas tunes to jam out too soon, and that'll yeah. take our mind off all those things. Well, November 1st, we'll start doing that. Christmas? Everywhere. Christmas? Everyone does. Oh, I don't. November 1st, boom, trees up. Trees no, up. No, I there, wait. Christmas music will start playing on the radio in the mall November oh. 1st. Guarantee it. We should do a Christmas episode. We should. And we a will. Hanukkah episode. We will. And a Festivus and a Anarchist, all the episodes. Before we hop into our topic tonight, I want to share with the people, our lovely listeners, what I'm currently doing right now. Like this second or in general? In general. All right. Lay it on us. So I started 75 Hard. Some of you guys may know of that program. Those of you that follow me on social media, um, I've been posting videos about it, so on and so forth. What it is, it's, well, aside from the hardest fucking thing I've ever done. 75 hard dudes lined up, ready to go. I knew you'd have something. <laughs> knew you'd have something Sorry. to it. You, I mean, you're good for that. I had to. I'd, li- I'd like to see you do it. I mean, there's only one of me. I'd like to see you do it, Mr. Okay, tell me what it is. Okay, so what it is, 75 days, okay? You've got... Metric days or regular? Regular days, 75 calendar days. All right. You have seven tasks, okay? Every day? Every single day, you have seven tasks. Okay. One workout indoors for 45 minutes. One workout outdoors for 45 minutes. Take a progress picture which you don't have to post on social media. You just have to take it, save it to your phone. 10 pages of reading of a personal development book of some sort a day. Drink a gallon of water. Follow a diet. And no cheat meals or alcohol. I missed seven, but progress picture, two workouts, 10 pages, no cheat meals, diet. Gallon of water. Gallon of water. Okay. So what's stupid about this and Is the no alcohol. Uh, every well everything and the outside workouts like dude i was because we live in socal right so i'll be literally i mean my outdoor workouts are walks but a walk is a workout but i'll be doing this in january i end on january 8th so i'll be doing you know blizzard walks but yeah i've got to do something outside every single day so 
what happens if you say don't take a progress pick or you gotta start at you zero. read nine pages or you drink you know 120 ounces instead of 128 you reset okay back to zero well this will be fun and what this does is it creates mental toughness discipline you lack discipline but us as a society we gravitate towards easy tasks we avoid we do conflict or discomfort so is someone gonna go you know if someone's gonna go for a run one day oh it's raining out i'm not gonna go i think dedication to something is a very positive thing it helps you know self-discipline is huge and focus i mean focusing on the small tasks people are like whoa what the fuck if you don't take a progress picture you have to start over yeah because there's a lot of times in life where us as a society, we miss the small things. So what's your diet? So the diet is like, you just pick a diet, like you just eat clean. So I'm eating clean. I mean, okay. I food prep every week. I'm not really, well, I'm not eating sugar. Like I'm kind of doing the diet I did when I prepped for my show way okay. back in the day, but not that intense. What day are we on? Day four today. Day four. Okay. I've talked to a lot of people that have done this in my Arte group that have seen a crazy amount of results. I'm excited. Four days in, only 71 more to go. It's yep. uh, it's, it's a mental thing. It's 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 not like, you know, to lose weight. I mean, that happens. Something, working it's out every day. It's an added bonus. It's more of a, and dude, it's crazy. And sure, I might be on like the high still. I already feel a little sharper, a little bit more clear. Can you work out more than 45 more minutes energy. twice a day? 100%. Can you drink 130 ounces of water? 100%. It's a lot of water every day. I've got a 64-ounce jug, so I fill it up twice. That's 32. This would be four of these. Yeah. Solid math skills. Yep. So okay. anyways, those of you guys that... What about smoking the ganja? I need to know. I still... Yeah. That, <laughs> so that's a thumbs up? That's a thumbs up. All right. Well, I that's mean, fine. Yeah. I mean, I... I'm that, not going too crazy now, everybody. <laughs> right. I used to do that like, you know every night before I go to bed, but now it's occasionally, occasionally because sure. you know, I, I, I still want to stay sharp in my mind and it's just not something that, what book are you reading right now? Uh, the 75 hard book, which is really good, but I've got a, like a list of four. What's, um, uh, what else is on your list? Uh, G code by Ryan Stuman. Okay. Vision vision by, uh, Cameron Harold. I've got max out by Ed Milet. And then, there's another one in there, but Purple gonna, Cow. Oh, I've heard of Purple Cow. I am going to recommend The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. We've talked about this before. You'll like it. Okay. Do you have Audible? I know it doesn't count if you listen to it. No, it doesn't count. You got to gotta read it. Mark Manson, you should read that or listen to it. Either one is fantastic. You'll have to text it to me. You know what book you recommended to me a long time ago that I never finished? What's that? Do you remember? No, I'm reading a lot. The four-hour work week. Four-hour work week. Yeah. Nice. I read some of it, but dude, it looks long and it's good. His podcasts and his like um, Tim Ferriss, author of the Four Hour Work Week, some of his articles, the, the it's great concept. It's just like boil down all that shit into something really quick to make all your money. So you got yeah. all your time, own your time. My biggest downfall until now, I like I think before this year, I read two books, finished two books in my whole entire life. Like I would always start reading one okay and then something else would come up or i'd get distracted and go ah fuck it i've been back doing audibles i was in the car a lot today and i got to finish one david and goliath by malcolm gladwell fantastic all his books are great and his voice so he reads his own audibles his own audiobooks 
he has the kind of voice that just makes you want to kind of touch yourself. But hmm. um, sounds like my kind of audiobook. Solid, and he's like Canadian, Ooh. but not like super Canadian. So, so it's like th- super. Smooth. Does he say a a lot? Nope. Nope. You'll have to check out some of his stuff. You know what they do though, Canadians? They what do Canadians do? <laughs> every sentence, man. I'm serious. This holds true to every Canadian I've ever talked to. When they talk, they end uh, their sentences with a higher, higher. Oh yeah, you know, octave. How was your day today? Um, How was your day today? Uh, today I went for a, a walk and I read a nice book and it was snowing out. Yeah, I yeah. like it when you tickle my rosebud. <laughs> no, well, one of the so, things that would be interesting in seventy-five hard would be a seventy-five day break from social media. That's interesting you say that because that's what we're talking about tonight. It is, but like, think about that, like discipline. 100%. And I've not, you know, the things that I've done that took a lot of discipline is earlier this year when I went vegan for a couple months, right up until COVID, it took some discipline and preparation and planning. And then every time I go through like a breakup or a divorce or really those two things, I'll quit Facebook for a while. Like I'll deactivate my account and I'll, you know, not look mainly because I hate the distraction, but two, I just kind of need that time to like gather my thoughts but you just watched the social dilemma right yeah like a couple weeks ago yeah and i started watching it but i mean i always have a love hate with social media you do says the guy that doesn't have a facebook app but i get it i mean i get it don't i get it but But use it but the social dilemma said well not really what they said but kind of what they're what they were referring to i mean it, it really doesn't matter if you have the app or if you use well you're on it you're on it yeah no so i'm i'm more like tracked. i have the fear of people tracking me but they're tracking anyway they're tracking anyway. so i watched about half the movie um it was late so i fell asleep now when we talk about social media first we should mention some of the best social media people are podcasters one of them happens to be joe rogan and this would not be an episode of Honest Dish and a side of hot sauce without a shout out and a call out to Joe Rogan, social media influencer you, that my friend Nick in, what are we, episode 13? Yes. So 87 more episodes is going to fight you. And Nick will be 75 hard by then. 100%. He's all, done it too. He will be all hard for you, Joe. I will you be hard. You are going down. I will be 75 hard. So we're going, we got our call out in. Oh, we almost missed that. So you you had called me this week and we talked about what we were going to chat about. And you said social media. And are you creating content right now or, or, or sexting? I was going to do something cool where maybe we did an edit point and you called out Joe Rogan and I tag him. Oh, how do we do that? I don't know. We'll figure that out next time. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, you wanted to talk about social media and some of the, like the the ills of it, which I've got teenage kids, so I definitely understand. But mm-hmm. what um, what do you love about social media? Good question, because it's like it's like anything. Obviously, not drugs, because drugs shouldn't be taken. Drugs know. fucking rock. Well, there is microdosing, which I don't do, but I play hockey with a guy that takes like. Couple times a week, a, a couple times a week, mushrooms. Yeah, and good for goes him. Goes and plays hockey. Like, I would love to do that, except the hockey I, part. I don't. I don't see myself ever doing that, but I know that that's a real thing, and that's you know, it is a, a real thing. Maybe a topic we'll talk about one Eventually. episode. But the things I love, I mean, obviously this new gig I've got, 
coaching, it's great for that. It's great for building a brand or anything like us for our podcast. I mean, we have a, an Instagram and that just brings awareness to what we're doing and who we are. And I think social media is a good way for in business, like people get to know you, you know, I think people buy people and it's a good marketing tool. It's a good marketing tool. That's or brand, kind of, marketing and branding. Yeah, yeah. I think that aspect of it, I think it's, it's very strong. It, yeah, I would say there's some benefits. I was what I would jokingly say was once married to the queen of social media that would you like to name drop? No, not okay. on this one. All right. Where a lot of the things that we, you know, we were doing was broadcast and she is great at branding and using the social media to um, you know, build her business. And there were times though we would be fighting and then it was like come here for the, you know, the selfie or whatever. We'd take the picture to kind of show the world how much fun we were having and you know, and there was times like I had a problem with the hypocrisy or what I felt was the hypocrisy behind that. And so I've always had this kind of like, you know, not love of social media. Um, when my first wife and I got divorced or separated or whatever, the, the beginning of the process, she took to Facebook and was just got awful. And it was to the point where my friends and I would joke that it was called hate book because it was literally like, oh, what am I going to log on today and see how bad of a piece of shit Jeff Strite is today? And so like that was even, you know, 10 years ago. And if you think about like Facebook, right? Like what year is it? 2020? When, when do you remember getting on Facebook the first time? 2009. 2009. Okay. So I went to MSU. I was there from 2000 to 2005. Facebook, see how fast I was on that? Right. So Facebook started, though, being a thing in like the earlier 2000s on college campuses. And I remember friends of mine that got on it early, you know, right as MySpace was still pretty big. You know, I remember the hatred around Facebook in 2000, mm -hmm. you know, 10 for me or 2009. It was like, this is stupid. But, you know, you just watched the movie and The Social Dilemma, which is on the Netflix and it is basically a bunch of people that are, quote unquote, um, industry insiders or people that have worked for some of the major uh, Google, Facebook, Google, Instagram, Facebook Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. I don't know if that's on there, but yeah, well, these are the people not. that know the, the ills of it. And, you know, there's a huge theme of like how much mind kind of coercive mind control it has on us. That's a good word. Do you feel mind controlled? Um, no. Do you feel it's influenced you? So I think that the, no offense to the, the, the generation after us, but I think they are the whippersnappers a little bit more in trouble than we are, you know, because I feel like I didn't really have social media influencers that I followed and stuff or gurus or whatnot, but like, that's kind of sort of the problem because these kids are following these like social media influencers that, you know, are in tip top shape or, or are you know, photogrammed or what driving Lambos or photoshopped into being tip top shape. Too. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of it's not really real or, you know, authentic, but 
and it gives people a, like a false sense of reality. And these kids are like striving to be these people or like, you know, a, a woman sees this girl in like a thong bikini and is like, man, I want to look like that. And now she's depressed because she feels fat and oh, yeah. the suicide rate and all this other shit that goes along with it. I think it creates image problems with young people. For sure. Because one, they're bombarded. But I think the, the worst, though, we'd l- notice in the last election, last or 2016, when quote unquote fake news or these articles would be propagated over and over and over again with the idea of convincing a population. We have recency bias and we have frequency bias. So if you hear something recently and you hear it over and over again, your brain is wired to believe that it's true. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, as a whole, I think Americans are pretty fucking stupid um, and they don't question or the things they do question. We're now being wired to question scientists and people that have PhDs and have spent years of life studying, right? You know, I go to the surgeon because they went to medical school and they know what they're doing because they've been trained and they've studied, right? You don't go to like your cousin Larry, who's a Facebook expert in on WebMD and be like, you know what? I'm going to need my appendix out. I know you didn't go to medical school, but you sure know a fuck ton about coronavirus on the internet because you've done independent research. I'm not going to that schmuck for surgery, but yet these are the people now on the internet that because they're the loudest and they do it often and so much more often, we're now becoming hardwired to instead trust experts, which I get the idea of trust but verify, but instead of trusting experts, we're pointing to them and saying they don't know shit. Like, you're a fucking scientist. You don't know shit about diseases. Well, how many other pandemics did you study? And, like, who cares if the guy's fucking college thesis was on pandemics or whatever? <laughs> but instead, it's like, you know, the guy who owns this freaking liquor store who's got too much goddamn time on his hands and he's posting all over social media about, you know, it's a hoax or this, that, and the third. And my, my challenge is it's like we've become wired to ignore, like, the intelligentsia and now accept the loud and it's getting worse and worse and worse and it's scary because you you ever seen the movie idiocracy i don't think so oh luke wilson gets uh frozen and goes into the future you know frozen in like in time or whatever Mm -hmm. goes into the future and he comes back and he's just a regular guy but he comes back as the smartest guy ever because in the future the only people that had kids were like you know, idiot, like you, you know, they had, you know, nine kids because they're morons and they kept making more and more babies where the people that were educated were quote unquote holding off and waiting. So hundreds of years in the future, everyone's just dumb. And there's like a regular guy like us. It's like, oh my God, you're a genius. And they can't grow their crops because they keep pouring essentially Gatorade on it because the marketing is so loud that, you know, Brondo, it's what plants crave. And the concept being, we're just getting dumber by the year. And the Facebook and the Twitter grams and, you know, I'm not even talking about the challenges that young people have with their body images and the bullying and all like the other bullshit. But it's like it's making us dumber. Like we're getting information overload to like be stupid. Fake news spreads so fast on social media. All bullshit does. Yep. So it's definitely it's created a platform to like share that and. You know, it, it, it does. It, it spikes, you know, other beliefs and whatnot. Look at how easy it is to have, you could have a separate relationship on, say, Facebook or Instagram. 
That's so loud, Nick. <laughs> so loud. That was Je- me. Jeff's hungry. Open it up. I, I mean, just, I'm just, just having just, a chip. Just tear, tear ah, off the Band-Aid. 75 hard. Tear off the Band-Aid. God. Ah. But like the scandals and, and, you know, all that other shit that happens from it, too. It's it's very easy to do, you know, because well, one of, platform. So it's. One of the things I always hated is I think it adds to FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. 100%. So you see like what everybody else is doing and it's really not that important. And then you buy into this concept that like, well, all my quote unquote friends and they're not even your friends, you know. All these people are so happy and they're doing this and they're going on these vacations. I mean, remember when Facebook was just pictures of food? I mean, it still is. Is it? Because I don't see pictures of food and stupid memes. Don't and... s- no, now it's all politics. It is all politics. And yeah, it's... 100%. I and mean, that's the other thing, too. This is like helping the division in our society. I'm glad I have no technology skills because I don't wake up. I don't, I don't feel, I feel like I'm an outlier when it comes to like social media and marketing. Like, you will not influence my buying decisions. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have many buying decisions and the ones I do, like I know what I'm going to do and not because of marketing. I do get a kick out of it when I like start researching something I'm going to buy and then I start getting the Facebook ads for it and whatnot. But I, I don't feel like the level of influence social media has for me is like, I, I'm not in the, the calculus. Um, but I also know a lot of people are, you know, they come into my office and they give me their opinions on like, well, you know, it's really this way. And I'm like, no, no, it isn't. It, it is not. There's not this government conspiracy to kill us all, you know, to have us all like tied to, you know, the, the, the facial recognition stuff because of the mask or maybe I, I just like, how are we as peons to know the real story behind the scenes? Cause it's not spread. Facebook's not fucking telling you that. And just cause some guy in a Facebook group sent it to you doesn't mean like you're now like, oh, you're a goddamn expert. I took all this vitamin E, so now coronavirus can't catch me. How the fuck do you know? Like you're a fucking welder. You're not at home like with Petri dishes and testing this shit. You've never even been in a goddamn laboratory. You're going to believe the scientists on Facebook. I'm not even going to believe the scientists. I'm going to be like, I don't know. And you know what? The people that say they know or who are studied, they're like, you know what? Wear a mask or you know what? Be a little more careful. Wash your fucking hands. On some of it, like anecdotally, yes, live a healthy lifestyle. Don't be fat. That's going to help you all the time. But ugh, I hate social media. That's why I don't have a Facebook app. <laughs> but you still go on Facebook. I do. <laughs> and it sucks because it's part of the routine. Uh, like, when do you first check Facebook during the day? Oh, man, right away when I wake up. On the shit? Before you take a shit or after? Before. I mean, I, I 100% wake up, pop on. But, I mean, I'm popping on because... Of, of my job. I create a post early in the morning. I know. You're marketing so, with it. Yeah. I want you to start spreading fake news. If I you mean, become I, a famous influencer. I've done that. I'm going to start. No, I mean, like, we're going to start fake news. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even have a plan. I mean, New Leonard Media ships in, like, you know, adrenochrome from, like, scared children from the Netherlands that it's raping in cages. So, like, we'll see if that one takes. I was just trying to see if our our uh, our, our producer. Our sponsor. Our sponsor and producer heard that one. The adrenochrome. You familiar with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the one that the, the liberal agenda, that's why the, the liberal sex trafficking trade only molests children because they drink the blood of scared kids to stay young. That's why the flight logs of Jeffrey Epstein are only Clintons and Clinton supporters. Didn't you know this? Facebook told me this shit. 
You need to be Mark. You need to look this shit up. But you have you heard of these like stu- like crazy like theories that are being propagated by social media like that have to do with what? They're just like the fact that so like you know Jeffrey Epstein you know yep. didn't kill himself right, right right um and so like one of the social media trends on the news is that well the liberals you know they're in cahoots in this global uh, conspiracy to sex trade children because they can get the adrenaline pumping in their blood and then they can drink the blood of the children to stay young i just heard about pizza gate on the way over here i've never heard about that okay yeah because it's so true and it's like because if it were true no one would investigate it right it's just the, the concept of it being true like is it possible sure is it plausible no and if it was not true if we get to hear about the conspiracy theory doesn't that ruin the whole conspiracy piece behind it right if you know it's like see it fucks me up because i'm such like a i don't know the word for it but like i believe a lot of shit if i hear something that makes sense nine times out of ten i'm gonna have my feelings about it you know Especially with this COVID shit. I've definitely got my beliefs on that and thoughts and whatnot. But If we didn't have social media, what would our societal reaction to COVID be, do you think? That's a good question. I mean, think about it. The only way we'd hear about stuff would be like the actual newspaper or the TV news, right? Yeah. And so Walter Cronkite would come on TV or, you know, whoever's around now. I don't even know. Hugh Downs, is that still a thing? Barbara Walters, I don't know. Anyway, you know, you'd get the news person, they'd come on and they'd say, there's a new virus, you know, we're going to want you to stay at home and wash your hands. And people would listen to that. And remember, like when I was a kid, the people on the evening news were still respected. Like it was like a high level job where it was like, wow, you know, you've got your, you know, your Walter Cronkites, you've got your Hugh Downs, your, um, God, who was Dan Rathers even, like all those guys. And they were journalists and they were reporting the facts and they were telling you what the facts were at the time or what they thought were. And if it was questioned, we didn't have this giant platform to do it over and over again. And not to say that that's a bad thing or a good thing, but I just feel like if this was 1995, right, and coronavirus happens and we don't have the internet to just like blast stuff out, we would listen and read the news and we'd be like, oh, well... The people like the government and the health organizations are all saying like, wear a mask, wash your hands, be careful. I'm pretty sure we would all have done it. And like the division would not have been even close to what it is now. I agree. 100%. And I mean, why can't social media bring people together? That's an interesting thing. Why can't we kumbaya it? They don't want it. These people, I mean, we're like lab rats. This little light of mine. I'm I'm going to let let it shine. shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Right? Like, we could be coming together, people. Yep. We're not. It's totally rewired us, though. Like, it's, it's, we're, we, we get acceptance by the likes, you know, or, or we find value in the likes that we get or how many friends we have on social media. Like, oh, the like button is Pavlovian. It's like, Ring a bell, salivate. Ring a bell, salivate. It's like, it's It's... Pavlov's dog. And it's the like button is that like every time you hear that ding or even Mm -hmm. when your phone makes the ding and you're like, ooh, somebody commented on my shit. Like, and it's, it's crazy. We're all addicted to heroin. And I love fucking heroin. I've never done heroin, but I can tell you I love it. 
because everybody loves heroin that tries it. I mean, and it's sad. Like, could I go a year? 75 hard days? I don't, dude, I couldn't. I could not go 75 days without I'll go two weeks. I mean, I use it for my my side hustle has a Facebook page and we use it, but not a ton, but it has turned into prospects and leads. But that's like an excuse at the same time. I look at that and be like, oh, I use it for business. And then it's like, (sighs) but then you get down a rabbit hole. Like last night it was 1130. I was in bed and I still had to Remember, what's that called? Mukbang. Mukbang, ASMR. Thank God you remember. Well, uh, that episode just came out, uh-huh. so I, I got refreshed. But uh, last night it was 11.30. I just got in bed and um, just got in from my outdoor exercise, and I had to read still. And instead of reading, I went on social media, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just like pop on for five minutes. Well, 20 minutes later? And then it's 12.15, and I haven't read yet. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I got done reading at like 12.45, and then fucking got to bed at one o'clock, and then I'm Cause, up because of know. the goddamn social media. Remember, yeah, I got down a rabbit hole. All right, one more story or one more scroll. Or remember uh, when internet was so simple and it was only for porn and fucking sex chat rooms, the good old days, or the the AOL the AOL chat, dude. Yeah, the, oh my, that's gosh. what I'm talking about. Like, hey, we you had like your handle be like, you know, oh yeah. What was your handle? Mr. G Stripes. Mine was L Duder589. L Duder. Okay. And I was so excited. But even then, dude, I was so excited to come home. I like ran home from the bus. Oh, yeah. To get. Went up and then listen to that. Just to get on. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, you're talking, you know, you could, you're talking to chicks who you wouldn't normally talk to in school, and you're like, Oh, hey, you know, you got a nice butt, but I would never tell you that to your face. But But the keyboard, 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 keyboard cowboys, keyboard cowboys. And so do you think we can do anything to make it better? Dude, it's so far gone. So far gone. So we're so so fucked. We're so fucked. And Facebook and all these people like, dude, they're like 10 steps ahead of us. I mean, literally, like if you saw most of that film, you know, the things that they're like. I mean, we're literally like lab rats. It's like we have stalkers in our life mm-hmm. that know everything about us that we know nothing about them. It's, but do we even care about what they like? We would know about them. I mean, the reality is, is we have to have a hard discussion with ourselves. My oldest has social media. She's fourteen, and right now she's not had a phone for two weeks. Like she's app, you she know, in timeout. She's in. Uh, she's in the box. What'd she do? She was disrespectful. How? What'd she do? Um, I had asked her to fold some clothes, and then she kind of lost her shit on me. And I was like, "You get a chance to like L- reel it in, like you can lost bring her it shit." In. How? What? No, I just started yelling and being cra- like a hormonal, crazy, tired teenager. And I was like, "You gotta like take a breath and calm down." And she's like, "Well, I was mad and tired." I'm like, "You know what? In life, when we get older, and if we're mad and tired, and we accidentally stab someone because of it, they don't care that you were mad and tired. You have to have self control." And so. She went a little too overboard on like the kind of way she was talking to me and super disrespectful. So put her in the box. Um, she's not going to go to any friends' house for Halloween even. Where's her phone right now? She has her phone. There's just no apps on it. I blocked all the apps. Oh, okay. And the internet. This is your middle child? Oldest. Middle child doesn't oh, have social media or yikes. phone yet. So the oldest, like in sh- the withdrawals oh my are insane. And 
you know, I know when she gets it back, she will be glued to it for a couple days. Has she had a withdrawal or has she had oh, it yeah. taken away before? Okay. She's had it taken away. And like, you know, it's not terrible, but it's also sad. Like, it's mm. like the kids are like, they need to be in touch with each other all the time. And that's not healthy. No, it's not. And it's like, I don't even know what the future challenges that her generation will have. Um, we, we have no idea. But, like, they're also going to adapt to it, right? Because, like, technology in our lives, has a, we've adapted. You know, remember when, like, uh, EverQuest and, like, Warcraft were, uh, like, a popular video games for people? Yeah, yeah. And, like, they wouldn't get out of their mom's basement and they would never leave? Like, those people are not dead, I assume. They're still not living with mom and dad in the basement. So, like, I think kids will eventually adapt, but they're becoming more robotic. And, like, when we say sheeple... The social media definitely makes us sheeple. Mm-hmm. Um, I say we go to fucking Silicon Valley and burn that liberal shit to the ground. Sorry. I don't take no shit. Don't take no shit, Mark. <laughs> don't put those mints on the table. But we can do something as individuals. I mean, I think the best thing we can do is, in, is and I hate to say this, yeah, but also like when you see like fake bullshit being spread on the internet, I know it's tempting to like interact on the internet platform and like call somebody out like you're full of shit but what if instead we facebook message them or something and be like hey i saw what you posted and it was really thought provoking i'd love to have like let's hang out for coffee or i mean even if you don't hang out like let's get on the phone and have a conversation like because i think that actual human to human interaction would one be diffusing in of itself to help that stop the bullshit but two maybe we can like build some fucking bridges Build some fucking bridges. And get back to human connection. God. Like, it ain't happening. Yeah. Shit's fucked. Shit's fucked. We're fucked. All right. You got a hockey game. Um, This is sad. I feel sad. Yeah. Fuck social media. Fuck Biggie Smalls. Fuck bad boy as a label and as a motherfucking crew. And if you're down with Facebook, then fuck you too. Oh! Damn. Sorry, 90s Tupac flashback. Hey, side note, Joe Rogan, not Joe Rogan, but if you want to hear a Joe Rogan episode, a really good one, listen to the, uh, I think it was two or three days ago, him and Kanye West. It's two hours and 30 minutes. Wow. But it's it's really good. So check it out. Anyways. Um, Good episode. We'll be back next week. Seacrest. See ya.